Welcome to Thrones and Scones. It's your weekday morning podcast where we talk Game of Thrones over breakfast on a Friday. Hello! We're tickling. We're tickling? We're tickling. <laughs> we're tickling. We're going to tickle season four, episode five, first of his name. <laughs> and uh, today also, Cheddar and Bacon. It's Tony Hans and Jeremy in with you. What is up, guys? Happy Friday. Happy, happy, happy Friday. This is that awkward part in this show when I just stop talking and, and, and just... Don't contribute at all as I frantically search the wiki, which I should have done before we even started. But. Okay, so we, I made a mistake. I said four was better. But this is one of the best episodes of the season. Well, it hadn't happened yet. I don't think you made a mistake. Yeah, yeah, no, but I had already seen this episode yesterday and I was like, oh, no, this is so good. I was just looking over my notes. This is a great episode. So, so much to talk about. Shall we hit the... Uh, it's a very short wiki today. Um, so do you guys have anybody that you'd like to hear just very briefly from? Jeremy, any ideas? SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh. Um, <laughs> oh, 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 intriguing I've never challenge. even attempted it. Uh, okay. Do you, need, do you need to pull something on your phone so you can hear him talk? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I can talk like it. How do you even begin? Uh <laughs> That'll do. <laughs> Weenie Hut Jr. I don't know what he sounds like. Uh. <laughs> Cersei and Tywin plot the crown's next move. <laughs> <laughs> no, got it. Not even close. Danny discusses future plans. Jon Snow embarks on a new mission to Bikini Bottom. Uh. <laughs> Bikini Bottom. Can you do? Do you want to? Do you want to? Can you do Patrick? I could probably do Patrick better than I could do. Uh, Although the, to give it, the laugh was pretty much on point. Well, that was nah. <laughs> uh, Cersei and Tywin plot the crown's next move. <laughs> Danny discusses future plans. <laughs> Jon Snow embarks on a new mission. <laughs> Got a little weird at the end. Uh, Patrick, by the way, I'm sure everyone knows it's not like a hidden thing. Patrick was in How I Met Your Mother. Did you know this? No. Who is he? He's Marshall's dad. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen all that. I don't. I didn't know how you know that. Hmm. Now you know. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't know that either. Patrick. Patrick Star. First of his name. <laughs> first uh, of his name. <laughs> no, this is Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> is this Tom and Baratheon? No, <laughs> this is Patrick. <laughs> oh yeah, Jeremy. I think you're. I think you're onto something. I don't think this episode is like god tier by any means, but no, um, no. we we do get some pretty good moments in it. Um, so I mean, you like it? Tell me some of the things that you're loving. Okay, so Crashers Keep. So little John has recruited some of the Night's Watch. They're going up there. Bran, Jojen, Mira, Hodor are being held captive. Mm-hmm. We know now that um, Locke has found them um and but doesn't tell anyone so like you're like oh what the fuck is he plotting because we know he's up there specifically to get someone um so that that entire setting is great for me i really enjoyed it yeah i agree with that i feel like jeremy i feel like you're just kind of trying to show off at this point dropping all these names and correctly (laughs) (laughs) sorry well i wrote everything down i'll start all over Braun, uh, Hosian. No, no, I liked it. I don't. Please don't. don't. This is the whole Jamie rape thing. Come on, you've made progress. Stick to your progress. Um, (laughs) Anyway, so 
you know, we get up there. That's the night's like you know a battle's coming, right? We haven't had a good fight in a while. It's it's as good as what we expect it to be. Um, a lot of uh, although I mean, do you believe that John is that good of a sword fighter? Like he still well, seems to struggle a lot. I think that they've set him up to be like pretty good, pretty good, um, but not great though, right? I mean, are you talking about him going toe to toe with Carl? Yeah, like that's because, what you don't buy. Yeah, kinda, he kind of gets his ass kicked though. He, I mean, yeah. but he's holding his own he, against someone who is an assassin, right? I mean, yeah, but he what, was gonna get killed. I mean, he lost um, that fight. Here's where John fucked that fight up. They're fighting around a campfire for a minute, yeah. and John like allows Carl to go around and close the distance with these daggers when he could yeah. just swing at him with just, his sword. He's, like he's a broadsword swinging around. Um, <laughs> but but when when he gets Carl through the mouth, that is. It's a very good kill. That is so... And then it it pans off to the profile view of it, and you're like, he really came in at an odd angle just to do that thing. That's some some forearm strength. That's what I was wondering. Yeah, that was actually... That that wasn't the most convenient way to kill him. (laughs) He's like... He's on his knees with his arm above his head to get the angle. (laughs) But it was dramatic. Uh, (laughs) They should have had him, like, on on top of a chair. Like, he had set it up just to be able to do it. (laughs) Yeah, no... yeah. It was this great. is also kind of the first. I mean, there's another awesome kill on the other side of the camp, and oh. Hodor just <laughs> basically Hodor. snapping Locke's neck in half. Yeah, almost rips his head off, which is crazy. Um, and you can tell, like, after Bran leaves his body, he's having some sort of existential crisis, or as he would call it, a Hodor Hodor. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, Hodor. It's, it's, Hodor. it's messing with him, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. But. So the best, yeah. just that, also, just that one yeah. section is the best part of the episode for me. Everything's up there is is pretty good. good. I kind of like um, the Jojen stuff as well. It's the first time we're getting to see the the visual representation of his visions. Um, you, you know, we don't necessarily read into it enough. I mean, I certainly didn't the first time I saw it. Now knowing what happens, he's very much seeing his own death, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and he, you know, he's he's kind of accepted that and succumbed to it um which is kind of cool um but when he when he's talking about like i saw you die like just very matter-of-factly like only said with the confidence of a pretty shy kid um of somebody who must know what's about to happen like it's it's pretty cool i think they'll even say that that in the future without going like that he knew he was gonna die by doing this this trip yeah but that he still did it yeah which you're like oh Kind because he's upbeat for a lot of it. So yeah, pretty ballsy for a little kid. Yeah, um, good old good old Ferb. And Ghost gets his revenge. Another just like refreshing. Yeah, and gets reunited with John. Yeah, yeah, that was a good scene. But you notice Summer's not in this episode. They they can only afford one wolf at a time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they talk about Summer like, all right, let's go free Summer, uh, and then we just assume it happens. Yeah, but. Yeah, uh, they, they should they should have done the shot where it's just like they're all talking about how they're freeing Summer and they're like, oh, uh, Hodor, go free Summer. And they're like, oh, he's freeing him, and they're just showing them, they're not showing Hodor actually free no, Summer. Hodor, they're, Lefty Lucy. They're just showing everyone watching Hodor free Summer. Oh, like, it's yay. so good to see him free. <laughs> that would have been better. Yeah. 
in, in stark contrast to what's happening above the wall, where things are starting to pick up and people are deciding to take action, Danny makes the decision, which we've already kind of spoken about, to, uh, to just sit and be boring. Yep. Yep, exactly. You know, I, again, I don't think it's a bad decision. I understand where she's coming from, but uh, it's, it's going to lead to a lot of problems for her. And, um, you know, maybe rightly so, she's going to find out that she's not as good at this as she thinks she is. And some of it will be fun to watch. And unfortunately, some of it will be maybe even Karth levels of slow. Maybe. We'll see. I am. Um, when I was watching that scene with her in the pyramid and where she walks out and you know how the doors like frame her standing there like yeah. all i could think of is like the, the general rules and art and cinematography of framing it's like someone's like wet dream to get that shot right like they're like <laughs> that beautiful thirds yeah like, they're yeah. like this is this is what i this is like i went to school for this moment <laughs> believe it <laughs> mm. it seems so good to me <laughs> yeah we also get to see uh Lysa just being absolutely crazy. Oh, my my weirdest part, I mean, yeah, it's my least favorite part of the episode because it goes on for far too long and gets yep. far too weird. Mm-hmm. It, and they throw on an exposition dump to it uh, the first time when she's like, you gave me the poison. <laughs> the poison for John <laughs> to kill him. My husband. <laughs> 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 you did it. <laughs> you know. And uh, and then it gets and you're like okay and then they they leave and then she's having dinner with Sans and you're like okay we're gonna calm down and then she's like are you pregnant you whore what did you let him do to you yeah what the hell she's fucking insane and also quite vocal <laughs> quite vocal yeah, yeah. That, we, that we had to hear that that was you know disturbing mm-hmm. as always integral well, is, to the plot yeah and I've got a question comedic oh okay go ahead. No, no, go ahead. No, I was just saying, and then the, the thing I actually liked about this episode is you have crazy, awesome, and, and comedy. I mean, you get Podrick and Brienne, which I would argue <laughs> is, again, him riding the horse is hilarious to me. It's pretty funny. Because it's like, you know, it's that level of, all right, they're telling exposition, because they're not doing anything. Yeah, they're, they're literally just, just traveling, um, and they're talking, and I don't think their conversation is bad, but they're not trying to horseshoe this into a moment that doesn't need it, and then they're just throwing a little... You know, comedic element to it. I thought it was a fine, you know, it's a funny yeah, scene. He's like yeah. sliding yeah. around, jerking the horse everywhere. I love that he's like talking <laughs> to her. The horse keeps going past. It's just, it was just entertaining. Now, uh, just doubling back to Lysa and Peter Baelish real quick. Uh, it's it's said in the show now, we, we understand that uh, Peter Baelish and Lysa have a history, uh, romantic history. Uh, they done had some sex before. They done, they done had it. And now in the books, I, and I don't think it's ever hinted at in the show, but they're playing Littlefinger very much the same, so I would imagine it, but it's kind of irrelevant. And so I guess this question will mostly be for Jeremy. Um, in the books, mm-hmm. they imply that it's happened, and Littlefinger very much says a couple times that he also had sex with Catelyn, and that he took her her lady ginity, as it were, Um and it's never confirmed by Catelyn or something. I think Littlefinger goes so far as to tell Sansa that it happened. Jeremy, do you think that that actually happened? So, in the, yeah, I I think. Sorry, I'm I'm gonna clarify the question because I'm trying to make sure I, I answer it correctly. Are you yeah. asking in the show? Is it under? Is it an understood thing? No, because I don't think it, I don't think it would be. I mean, I think it's just implying 
the show's very much implying that he's pining after her unsuccessfully right. forever. It, yeah, and that's kind of what comes across of, like, I've always loved you, right? Yeah. And then she's like, okay, you know, like, yeah, but we weren't a thing. We're in the book, they were, so... But it's never actually said other than by him that they were. So my question is, do you think that they were actually a thing? I do, I do. You do? Okay. I do. Because I, I think that is, I mean... It's a believable motivation in the book more so than in the show, his love for her. My only caveat to that is if it were true, why does he have a romantic history with Lysa? Because he's never loved her. And the only reason I can see him going to her is because he can't have his, her sister. I would say that's still a reason. He still wants to be around Catelyn. Mm. Right? So he feels like if he's in the family or if he has access to her sister, then he would have a reason to be around her. Perhaps, perhaps. I mean, well, yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, like, uh, just in regards to Littlefinger in general, I just like how in this episode they basically explain, they basically explain why this dude makes no sense. And it's not a good explanation. He's just like, oh, you just <laughs> you just have to do things that make no sense so that you're unpredictable. Like all this stuff. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. so nothing you do is for any purpose. <laughs> okay, it, good. It's, it's lazy writing. I'm sorry. That's a lazy way of... It's it's actually the same, and you understand why it why it works so well here, um, and people do hate me for this occasionally. It's the very same reason why I don't think the Joker is a good villain. Because when you set up a character that just could conceivably do anything for any motive, you can do anything you want, and no one can really question it. Um, yeah. And I, I think it's lazy, and I don't like the Joker, and I don't like... Littlefinger for that reason. You know, I never thought of that, but I actually think that's a really good argument. That's fair. On why that's on fair. why the because motivation we we want we want that underlying that concrete that's built on, right? That mm. that temple that that you kind of go to. And I would yeah, I would agree with, with with Joker especially. There's I mean, of course there's so many renditions in the comics now like where he's all over the place where he's good in I can't think of the series. <laughs> that's so annoying to me. The uh, one one of the coolest just before we wrap this up here, one of the coolest Game of Thrones moments from this show that was kind of glossed over. You know, they rushed onto some busier stuff right away. The Lannisters are broke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Or at least going broke. The bank. Um, They're very much out of money um, because their gold mines ran dry. I believe three years ago. Which is, how do you keep that secret? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. We kind Entire- of had already learned a little bit that they were struggling, right? We learned that they were in huge debt, and now we just get the, the formal confirmation. Well, so. we learned that the crown was in debt, but we also knew that the crown was in debt to the Lannisters, so we would oh, think that that they've point. got money. That's but now it looks like even that is uh, just a front at this point. So that that scene, um, Tywin and Cersei, that was probably one of the, one of the things that said at the end was like the worst for me. Because she makes a point to be like, well, you know, this is about family and what do you, because he won't, he says to her, you know, I'm the judge. We can't talk about your brother in the trial. Right. And she's like, well, we're not going to talk about it, but this is about family. And what are you going to do about, you know, the one that sets the house on fire? And then he like looks at her like, oh, well said. And he walks away. I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. It does affect him. But, but that would suggest that he's guilty which you say you're not going to talk about. 
Well, I think that's on uh, like on precedent. Like, hey, we're not supposed to be talking, but you know, a hundred percent how how he's gonna react in that trial. Yeah. yeah. No. Exactly. I don't know. I just I can't stand her. So <laughs> last <laughs> she annoys the fuck the, out of me. The last tidbit, as I say, the last thing. Tid I my bits, Hans. The last thing Titties. I want to bring up about this episode is they are north of the wall in Craster's Keep. I'm taking us back there. Yep. Uh, they're even explaining to these women that they should come with because there's wildlings on the way. There's other there's other worse things out there, specifically White Walkers. Yeah. Uh, so then what do they decide to do? They decided to light a giant ass fire at night. <laughs> just, you know, just because just to just symbolically light that fire. How are especially when we know, too, that the whole plan of the wall and all that stuff was that Mance was going to light this big fire as some symbol mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. Granted, yeah. I don't think this is the biggest fire that the North has ever seen, but I feel like they would try and be a little more subtle than that, knowing all <laughs> yeah. these enemies that are probably fairly close by. Also, it's the dead of night. They could have slept there and then left in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, we're going to burn it? Yep, we're going to lose our shelter. Burn it. <laughs> yeah, that's a... <laughs> I just wish they would have, like, at the end of that scene when they're kind of, like, all looking at the fire, one of them would have just... John would have went, that wasn't a very good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is also the first, uh, like, we know that her mindset is already getting there, but this is kind of the first inclination that Arya might have the talent to back up her uh, bravado with a sword. Oh, yeah. She's, uh, she's, she's getting dancing. her water dance on. It looks good. Yeah, yeah. yeah it doesn't look bad. <laughs> and then so, she learns that lesson from the hound real quick. Yeah. <laughs> the hound backslaps her. Oh, God. You think the hound looked a little surprised that, he, that she actually went for it? It's true. Yeah. Well, because... I mean, in her mind, you know, that was center of chest, and she was surprised that the armor stopped it. She was ready to kill him. Wait, yeah, was she, she was. Was she was she doing her song in this one where she sang and she says the last mm-hmm. name and she says the hound and then goes the to hound. sleep? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He's like, oh, continue on, and like you know, and then she says the hound and then goes to sleep. Yeah, he because I you we this this relationship is building right, which it's very good. He's protective of her. <laughs> He is starting to, you know, show kind of like a parenting. And I I think he does feel like he's giving her good advice when he's like, look, nothing is fair. You know, we have to take the survive. You can't be weak. If you're weak, you're going to die. And I'm trying to get you to understand that. And then he's like, after all I've done for you, you still want to kill me. You still don't get it. I don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was, say, though, just got really I was dark. trying to think, and I was like, "No, no, that was very succinct. I didn't have yeah. anything else to add." Um, yeah, it was a yeah. good point. Good. I, yeah, good, I don't. Good point get, I I kind of wish Arya would just come around, and I don't. I don't know. But in our eyes, he kind of killed a, almost again. It's not easily forgivable. I understand, but he did kind of kill just like a nobody character. <laughs> true. As far as the show goes, so like yeah. to her, and nobody's it was a friend. Dying all the time. To her, it was a friend. To us, it wasn't really that big of a deal. So I don't know. It's hard to yeah. say. And she will. She will come around. Yeah. In a way. But uh, yeah, it is taking its sweet time. Uh, I will say but real to- quick. No yeah, good, well, bad, and jugglies. No good and bad. Wait. I think wait, there right. had to be. I thought there was a nudity warning. Though. I thought, no. thought Cresters keep. I thought there were some no, floppies. No. No. Mm-hmm. no. I think you're right. But anyway. Yeah, this one. And That's then, a bummer. Uh, yeah. Tony, how's that scone? Uh, I mean, I am I am having one yeah, just because I made a batch, but yeah. I'm actually tomorrow. Oh yeah. shit, that's my bad, Jeremy. How's that yeah. going? 
It's uh, it's good. So I have my first savory. It is uh, cheddar and bacon. Uh, Dorothy Lane Market. Pristine. A lot of Dorothy Lane Markets. Are you going to dis- post your normal like 1970s biology textbook photo with like just the white bar on the bottom saying cheddar and bacon? If I feel like it gets the point across <laughs> that it's delicious, then yes, I will. I don't think if, if those pictures get the point any point across it is in fact not delicious <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah it's funny because your guys's pictures are more like you know modern art interpretation of of movement wind and sea or something and mine is just a picture of uh you know the scary <laughs> we're trying to I'm, go for like earth wind and fire <laughs> yeah i'm not i'm not so sure that your yeah. pictures are i'm i'm my my theory is that you forget to take the picture you eat the scone Take a dump and then take a picture of that. <laughs> well, the ones you're talking about were, yes, they were not taken by me. And I don't like wasting uh, pictures. That's plagiarism. Oh, my. Yeah, that's that's blasphemy. You are already under review. We talked about this. You're under investigation for these, these questionable scone reviews. We're, we're worried that you're whoa, getting whoa, slid whoa, whoa, money yeah. out of the pocket. And look at this. You've made us talk table. about scones for far too long. Oh. Are we? Uh, and then, Are we well, talking just about to, too long? Just one other thing to say is I think your photo before those weird textbook photos, uh, the scone was upside down. It's like you didn't even try. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, I think that was the one that Ethan took, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's a visionary. But, Maybe he's a visionary and I just don't get I it. I don't know. They he's use, like, Dad, this days. represents a scone and it's in a sad place because it's not in your belly. And I'm like, oh, I get it. <laughs> Now watch me do the floss dance. <laughs> I just, and, and play Fortnite. He's like, let's play some Smash. You down with GOT? You know me. me. What did you guys... I know we've... I think we've talked about Batfleck a little bit before. Uh, rest in peace, Batfleck. What did you guys think of Jared Leto, Joker? Shit. You didn't like it? What did no. you think of Jared Leto? Shit. <laughs> I'm okay with Jared. Uh... I kind of liked the Joker. I, I thought that they were trying to shoehorn him into the wrong story um, yeah. for for that like kind of style of Joker. But I'm not saying that he couldn't have done like given the right like maybe maybe right like given the right movie or given the right story maybe he could have been okay. I I didn't like the look of him in general. Like I thought yeah. he was okay, but the tattoos got a little more like the tattoos on the forehead and like all that stuff got a little bit too much for me. Um, yeah, it just never clicked for me. Do you guys have high hopes for Joaquin Phoenix? Yeah, I do actually. I like Joaquin a lot. I don't, what are they going to do with that, with that, what is, what is, if it's solely on the Joker, I just don't know what they're going to do plot wise. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not really sure. strange. You guys 30 Seconds to Mars fans? Uh, I used, I didn't like their last, um. So th- this is one of the only instances that might exist in this world um, of a modern band, at least, that my mom got into and then kind of got me into. Mm-hmm. Uh, my mom was a big 30 Seconds to Mars fan, and I was at that age and stage where I just wanted to fight it. And then I kind of, you know, I came around. So I liked them for a little while. Uh, their most recent stuff I didn't care for. I like their music videos. I like that they do, like, epic kind of, like, stories. I think that's awesome. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I've never been too into them. I, I don't think they're bad by any means. Uh, I haven't really. I'm trying to think of what Jared Leto's in that's any good. That where he like I don't. I've never really thought of him as good or bad. Um, 
He's supposed it, to be really good in, what is it, Dallas Buyers Club? I haven't seen that one. I haven't seen it either. The most, I guess, other than Suicide Squad, the only other thing I've seen him in recently uh, would be the new Blade Runner movie where he's, kind oh. of the, he's the bad guy. And I thought he was the worst part of that movie. And I love oh, that shit. movie. It's like one of my favorite movies. Movie's and I good. thought he was very weak. He's um, annoying. Yeah. So, and whiny. And Jared Leto. <clears throat> yeah. And he was he was really the low point of that movie for me. Um, and I guess the only other thing I can even think of that he was in was Fight Club, right? The Blondie. Oh, yeah. And he was okay in Fight Club. He was good in Fight Club. Yeah. But he didn't yeah. have that many. He had like four lines maybe. Just, it's so off topic and so different, but I am curious. I very rarely think about things in this kind of of level, but I'm not necessarily talking about your favorite. I'm not talking about who's booking the most. Um, from a sheer level of talent, who do you think is the best actor alive or, you know, currently active, oh, male or female? I thought you were going to say in Game of Thrones. I didn't, I, know say, this, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know we were going this broad. Actually, yeah, we could narrow it a little bit. Let's go Game of Thrones let's so we can bring at least, it back to Let's topic. at least start with Game of Thrones. Yeah. yeah. The best um, actor or actress in Game of Thrones right now. I think between, just off top of my head, without thinking about it too hard, mm-hmm. I think I, I got to throw a shout out to the actor who uh, plays Tywin. Charles Dance. Charles Dance. Charles Dance is I gotta throw. I gotta throw a shout out to Nikolai. Yeah, Nikolai. Um, he's uh, he's excellent. Yeah, I, um, I think he'd be my vote. I think yeah. I think he would be too. It's hard to. I mean, it's gotta be tough to rape someone on a show and still be <laughs> likable, right? I mean, that only the actor can do that. Yeah, <laughs> like that's I not will, that's not right. Oh, solely writing. I will say actually. Um, just on the topic of, of Nikolai, um, very similar in a way to Isaac Hempstead Wright, who plays Bran Stark, in mm. that if you see either of them in an interview, they are like the laughiest, funniest, like, I don't think I've ever seen Bran's actor even have a moment of sadness like in an interview like he's he's weirdly positive and optimistic and then you go to the show perspective and he plays like a sourpuss and i know that you're not necessarily into his story arc or anything but he's doing a pretty good job too there <laughs> yeah not bad um and nikolai's the same way he's very very bubbly and i've always thought and this is probably just race i thought he was like russian or something um but i think he's danish actually interesting um i can't think of of her name, but the actress you who is who is play Cersei is Lena Headey. She's she's pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. she's enjoyable in this. It's got to be got to be tough. Yeah, I mean, she's good. That's a, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good choice too. Because I do think in the periods where she's emotional, you you do feel sorry for her, and you feel like dirty feeling those ways because you're like, oh my god, no, you're a straight up bitch but then she flips the switch quite quickly so i'm kind of surprised no one mentioned ed sheeran (laughs) oh Oh, yeah no i changed everything ed sheeran of course rewrite that um the have you ever seen the conan interview with uh brian's actress uh oh gwendolyn christie yeah she gets an honorable mention for me i like her a lot i I really just enjoy her character so yeah yeah um Lena Headey, have, has anybody seen the Conan interview with her from a couple years back? No. Where she's talking about the show and everything and about... Lena's got an interesting story, and I don't know all of it, but I know that there were some real struggles 
um, with acting and stuff. Um, financially, there's a story about her having like basically 20 bucks uh, when the first season of Game of Thrones was filming or something. Um, she's got this very cool personal arc to her. But she was telling these stories on Conan and she's he's like, so, but now, you know, with Game of Thrones and everything, um, are you finding like, you know, people are coming up and they're wanting to talk to you about the show? And she goes, yeah, I get a lot of people going up and going, you, uh, you're that fucking bitch from Game of Thrones. <laughs> and she's That's like, fun. yeah, yeah, kind of. <laughs> kind of. I think you actually tend to respect great villains. Like, actors who do great villains, right? Like... It, yes, because it, there's a, a level of sacrifice. Like, I forget of the show. Of being hated, yeah. Yeah. Is it Misfits mm-hmm. that uh, Ramsey is in? And I've never watched the show, but I've tried to watch a couple clips just to see him in something else. And it is hard to tear your mind away from the things that he's done in Game of Thrones. Um, mm. And it's, you know, the Jack Jackie Gleason, the kid who plays Joffrey, quit acting after the show uh, to, to pursue like a philanthropic thing. And I think he might've gone to school or something, but there's a lot of theory because like, who's going to cast Joffrey in anything? Like, not that he's, they're like, Oh yeah, he's terrible. But it's like, no, he's, he's Joffrey. Like, yeah. what do no we want him kill for? Ross, that son of a bitch. Yeah. But it's not even, it's not even like they associate him with a bad guy. You can't cast him as a bad guy. Cause yeah. then people are just like, Oh, they just picked Joffrey to be the bad guy. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Every um, time I see him, I don't even tough. think of Game of Thrones. I just think, oh, hey, that's the kid in Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> hmm. Yeah, so are we going to do best actor or actress? Oh, just overall? Now I feel stupid asking the question. No. no I Especially because I... I have no idea. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could, I could commit to one. You know who, and I know it's gotten gratuitous in the last few years, and I know... People hate a lot of the things that he does. But I think really a huge actor who has an ego that is very easily tempered and who is very down to do things and not necessarily just be himself, but to, you know, not character actor, get involved in in a, in a role. But Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, Adam Sandler. Adam Jeff Foxworthy. Um, Matt Damon. Okay. Okay. I, I I do like Matt Damon, and he's not one that I would like think like I don't seek out Matt Damon. But every time I see him in something, I I, I don't think I've ever rolled my eyes at a Matt Damon in a movie. Um, his surprise cameo in Interstellar was pretty great when that oh, could have just been cringy. Awesome, yeah, that was so good. And I mean, I would I would <laughs> argue that he carried uh, a movie that would be very challenging, right? Like you have to have acting chops to be able to carry a movie on where you're really the only person in the movie the whole time. Yeah, uh, is you know when he um, the Martian. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you got a pretty good acting. Chops Did you see the horribly racist the wall or the the one where he is the uh, oh the Asian thing Asian no I Chinese didn't. archer? I didn't. Yeah, you <laughs> yes, wouldn't be that. saying this if you saw that movie. Well. Yeah. And that movie where they shrunk him down is apparently so bad, and I really wanted to see it. Me and too. I, I never watched it. I've been bummed that everyone yeah. hates it. So that's a bummer. But it's funny because yeah. I think Ben Affleck is one of the premier actors and writers and directors. Yeah, as long as he's just being sad and boring. Yeah, Ben's the got town? this. The Town is one of the best movies. The Town is fantastic. Yeah. Ben Affleck, yeah. It's, it's, it's hard for me to 
I want to just come and try and, and break him down. I know that I do like him. I know that I kind of liked Batfleck and the things that they were going for with that and things that he's written. It's just I'm trying not to get his personal life caught up into my assessment of yeah. his acting abilities. Well, I mean, so that's interesting because I would also argue, I mean, he is a piece of shit and mm-hmm. batshit crazy, but all of his <laughs> movies I really enjoy. Um no, I can't even think of his name. I was gonna say Tom Hanks. That's not him. Uh, Mel Gibson? Gibson. No, Mission Impossible. Oh, Tom. Cruise. Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. Like, I, okay, dude. He's, dude he's does his own shit. stunts. Is Tom Cruise impressive. a piece of shit? Yeah. I know that he's. I know that he's insane. But I think is he a piece of I shit. I think. I think his role in the in Scientology is pretty pretty dark. Really? Some of the things I, I don't he's, know too much about that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know anything about. It. I I don't know enough to say whether he's a piece of shit. Or but not. his movies, his movies are enjoyable to watch. They are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've actually he's, never seen uh, any Mission Impossible except the first one. I haven't either. I wouldn't say those are his strongest, but yeah. <sighs> yeah, he does. He does a lot of, a lot of action movies. He does his own stunts. I'll, I'll give him that. Yeah, and he's they're broken, impressive like, stunts. Crazy, crazy shit doing him too. Yeah. Well, he fucking went. He was like attached to that plane for like one of the last Mission Impossible's, and the plane actually got off the ground and flew like pretty high. He was outside yeah. a fucking plane. <laughs> Dear Lord, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I mean, respect. Well, I just remember that one Mission Impossible. They they're trying to get this explosion where he gets like um, pulled into a car when the missile hits like this group on a bridge. And so they talked about the director to like, well, I mean, he could see the pad that's going to hit him, you know, so it, it it just didn't look good. It didn't look good. And then he told, finally, he's like, all right, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to run with my eyes closed. That way I don't know when it comes. So they do, they do it. He breaks like three ribs because he just slams into uh. this car. He's like, but, but the, but the scene is amazing looking. <laughs> yeah, the shot. I do remember the yeah. uh, ad or the because that was in the ad or the um, that was in the trailer. It was a yeah, good yeah. scene. Yeah. Well, like even the one the, this last one when he broke his ankle or whatever, doing that jump from roof to roof. Um, like that scene where he broke his ankle because I saw the going. footage of it when it happened. Uh, it's in the trailer. Like they threw it into the trailer because like it looks good. <laughs> yeah, you know. Yeah, he does keep going. So Game of Thrones. Yeah. I gotta throw a shout out. If we're gonna say all the, if we're especially yeah, if we're yeah. in that era, uh, and, and by no means am I saying, I, I don't know, I don't, I don't know if I could pick any of these people as the best actor of our times. It's tough. But I have to Brad throw Pitt. a shout out, Brad Pitt. He's just freaking gorgeous. He is. He does. He does good movies. He does good films. Uh, most of the movies he's been in, I thought he, I thought were very good. I thought he's been very good. I can't think of a bad. Brad Pitt movie right now. I can't now. think of a Brad Pitt movie I've seen recently. Really? In the last, and by recently, I mean in a decade. You want a tearjerker? Meet Joe Black? Never seen it. Um, uh, the, what's the movie that he, shit. Fury? I guess Deadpool 2 is the only time I've seen Brad Pitt in the last two. <laughs> Assassination of Jesse James. Never even heard of it. Is an excellent movie. Okay. You got what a is, little, you get a little Casey Affleck in that one too. What is the movie where he he's with, talk about um, a piece of shit? <laughs> where he's married and he, and the wife maybe a spy for for Germany? Oh, I didn't see that one. It's oh, fuck. I can't see the name. It's really really good. It's 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 another good one. At prominent films that have come out recently. I can't even think. What about Leo? No one said Leo. See, so Leo's what came into my mind right away, but. Uh... 
he's been I'm interested to see what he kind of goes and does now um that he's not so Oscar hungry because the the revenant was so Oscar bait and I liked the movie and yes he was good in it but it was like more about the process and the fact that he was going to get so many accolades for it I think than it was about him going out of his way to really get involved in a story like I yeah. thought his I thought his acting not just his commitment was much better in Django mm-hmm um, so well, I'm, I'm interested to see and even he, in even in Django his commitment was pretty good because there's that story yeah. super popular that he fucking sliced his hand open while while filming the scene and he just kept going uh, Great Gatsby did you see that film I didn't see it no. see, I I didn't that, that one felt that one felt pretty I hated that book I said I hated the book I didn't, so I didn't, yeah, watch I didn't it. like the book either, and then in, Inception is still to say oh, yeah. a great, great movie yeah, yeah. both now speaking of Inception and The Revenant uh in the Revenant, I really liked Tom Hardy in that movie. I thought oh, Tom, Tom Hardy nailed oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was awesome. And yeah. um Yeah, what's his butt was in that movie too? Um I can't think of his name, but uh the oldest Weasley brother slash General Hux. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> um the ginger. Oh yeah, <laughs> I would never know that guy's real name. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, anyway, I just, sorry, my, Ginger Man. My favorite scene in all of The Revenant, I know this is not anything to do with Game of Thrones, we've been away from that a while, <laughs> but I just love at the end of the movie when they're having like the kind of final showdown and uh, and Leo axes Tom Hardy's finger <gasps> off and and Tom Hardy just goes, oh shit. <laughs> and it's, like, it's like so matter of fact, like he just kind of like shakes it off. <laughs> It's got so that adrenaline good. pumping. What do you think of uh, of Joseph uh, Gordon Levitt? Or is yeah, it you were right. You yeah. got it. Yeah. yeah, he was on such a he was on such an upward uh, trajectory, and then I I don't really think I've seen much from him recently. Well, did you see the movie where he like it's him? He works out and uh, watches porn all the time. It's oh god! Who else no, is in the I, movie? I just remember seeing the trailers for this it's, and thinking that he jumped the shark. Like it's hilarious. It's total. <laughs> B movie, but it's great. Yeah, I should yeah. check it out. I liked about, him because uh, I I like his. Uh, I'm thing. surprised no one said uh, the most prominent actors of our time. The Rock. Uh, <laughs> the, the Rock. How do you know? <laughs> <laughs> do you know? Do you know what? Because I talked about this on the radio the other day. Um, whenever you know, some movie came out and they announced that The Rock was going to be, and I was like, Jesus Christ! So I went up and looked out IMDb. The Rock has more credits listed next to actor on his name than Nicolas fucking Cage, no. who was in every movie from 2000 to 2010. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh. The Rock. Have you, have you seen the trailer for the new Fast, or like the new Fast and Furious spinoff? Oh, God, no. it's horrible. My Lord. <laughs> My Lord. If you guys had to put Dwayne The Rock Johnson into Game of Thrones, <laughs> who would you, uh, what character would you put him as? I feel like as? he would have to be the mountain, right? He might have to be the massive mountain, human. That yeah. or the hound, he could, yeah. He could have been a... Uh, now the hound has been... too many lines for The Rock. <sighs> he would love to be Jorah. Yeah, I guess there's, like there's not, a, not a Jorah. Yeah, he could be Jorah. Sure. He could be Barristan. You know, you can make someone slightly yeah. bigger if you wanted to. We didn't he talk could about... be Brienne. <laughs> The, like the man Just who gets paid the most money per <laughs> word ever, uh, Keanu Reeves. Mm. Mm. Like he has movies where he says under uh, probably a hundred words the entire movie. Yeah, Keanu, I I, I respect Keanu. He's uh, 
I don't know as far as his acting chops go. I mean, I'm not saying he's bad. He's in a lot of movies that I really like. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and I do like him as an actor. But uh, he's the guy that you see, and I guess I don't know how many are true, but he is the guy that, like, Holly, Hollywood's favorite actor, right? Because he's just, sure. like, apparently just the nicest dude in the world. He just, like, rides yeah. the subway. Most most of his money he gives away. And he's immortal. And he is immortal. <laughs> Have you guys seen these conspiracy theories? My God, <laughs> yeah. did they go deep. Uh, yeah, Keanu, I will say, and this might sound like a weird shout-out to best actors just from an acting range perspective and i know not everybody agrees with this because some people think it's awkward i think it's only awkward based on the fact that most people couldn't pull it off um but really the variety of roles that adam driver can get away with Mm. is impressive Mm -hmm. Mm. okay that's pretty he's pretty new i don't know if i've seen him in enough stuff yet yeah him and klansman is i didn't see Klansman. oh it's so good I just, like just the, yeah, just knowing to, that he goes from that, from girls, from inside Lewin Davis or whatever, to being like my favorite New Age Star Wars character. Yeah, I would it's impressive. I know he's got a he gets a bad rap for that, but anyone in that role would have just gotten ripped apart. So. Yeah, exactly. And he does he, it so well. He plays the whiny bitch. Yeah, I don't. And the the problems that I have with the new. Star Wars have nothing to do yeah, nothing with Adam to Driver or the actors in general. Are you referring has... to the great movie that was uh, Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi? I am referring to uh, the movie <laughs> <laughs> Episode Eight. Yeah, was that house known on the internet as yeah. the movie to see? Yeah, that's what we hear. Let me, let me let me just wash down your <clears throat> hatred here with some green titty milk from a, a space llama. It's a trash film. <laughs> But anyway, just to close, wrap this, just to wrap this up, uh, I do like the idea of well, you know who, whomever he ends up playing, the Rock, <laughs> the Rock. in this mm. in the Game of Thrones. I just like the idea that very far away, he's like just sitting in a, he's like sitting in a in his little house or wherever he's at, you know, looking out the window, and then all of a sudden. The wildfire explosion happens. <laughs> Maybe he's in Tywin's <laughs> army. I don't know. And then he turns to his daughter and he just goes, Daddy's got to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> There's the Emmy win right there. 